Coming up in this episode of the KickCast, a portable laser engraver, a safe, renewable way to clean your ears, and the phone mount goes to space. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KickCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KickCast, the podcast where we go out, find crowdfunding projects, and let you know if you should back, track, or sack them. I am one half of the show, KT Data, and joining me is a man who did his civic duty today, the one and only Drew Tyler. How are you doing today, my friend? Oh, I'm very good. I'm very good. I did my voting today in my primary election, and I only voted for city council members because I didn't know enough about my mayor members so oh, your ballot had more than one person on it or more than one position on it mine had, yeah. Mine only, yeah mine only had the mayor that was it <laughs> so, <laughs> and i love how they send you like five sheets of paper just to yes. vote for that i'm like yeah. oh okay can't we just do this online by the way i love the i fix it in post shirt have you sh- yeah. have, have, have you shown mr human that shirt because no. the one time i made a joke about that he thought i was serious and he's like ah oh, I hate those terms. Well, and somebody, one of my students saw me in a picture, the voting picture, they commented on, like, they said, like, smack my head, you know? And I was like, well, what's funny about this is it's not what I tell them, never say, we'll fix it in post. This is my job. I do the one, I'm the one that does the fixing. <laughs> I fix it in post. But I love it. I don't know. You, you, you can fix all my videos where I'm just, I, but most of that is like, what is the camera camera operator doing? He seems to be the dumb one in the situation. It's not the camera. It's the operator behind it. <laughs> I can't pick that. It's like, why in the world did I frame this shot like this? This makes no sense. I just don't understand. <laughs> it's like, why is this overexposed, you dummy? There's a stupid meter on your camera. <laughs> All right. Anyways, if this is your first time watching the show, yes, Drew and I make a lot of production jokes because both of us are just giant production nerds and we like pressing buttons and making things right. beautiful in video um sure. so before we jump into our projects tonight um we have a couple quick pieces of news so drew you missed i, I wanted to get your input on this so well, last week we actually talked about uh, our last episode we talked about that yancy strickler from the ceo of kickstarter is stepping down once they find a replacement, how how do you feel about that? Like, do you think it's a good thing for Kickstarter, a bad thing for Kickstarter? Or I haven't had any problems with the way they've been going or what they've really been doing. I thought they were kind of making some good standard like strides in the business. It seemed I, I had no, I guess I was not even worried that they they needed a new CEO. Was is he looking for other things to do? Yeah, he's just like, hey, I've been doing for this for twelve years now. It's, time for me to move on to a different project he's the Must last be. of the original founders that are that had an active day-to-day role in this company yeah say some, somebody's got an idea for him or you know pulling him out for something more intriguing but i guess it, it, it could go either way somebody could come in and say that they wanted to shake things up and and boost it and do something new with it although i i think it doesn't need that but it could also be that somebody comes in and and screws it up entirely because they aren't ready for you know leading the greatest crowdfunder out there. I don't know. This is kind of an iffy moment. Yeah. So that was interesting. Anyways, so that's actually pretty much the only Kickstarter news we have related to that. But we do have this news, and I'm I thought they already had this, but apparently they didn't. So hmm. you you know how oh, I swear it used to be like every episode we're like, all right, Indiegogo's partnering with these guys now, and now they're partnering yes. with these guys, and yes. you like it just became like. Who are they partnered with now? How can relate to this? 
Um, what they have done is they've introduced what they're calling Indiegogo for entrepreneurs. And what they have done is they've consolidated all of their help articles, all of their videos, all of the tutorials, and um, all of their different partners and experts they recommend using for Indiegogo into two different, into two succinct places. Um, but they still call it, I, well, I think they, they still say it's one, but I couldn't find a way to link from one to the other. Um, oh. So what they've done is they have the education center, which if you go into it, it's almost, I think they probably use Zendesk or something for this, but it has, you know, you can search for resources up top and then it has all their t- topics split into these categories. So you have creating your campaign, developing your product, managing your campaign, marketing and PR, planning your campaign, post campaign and in demand and shipping and fulfillment. You can click on those and those will take you to different webinars and stuff oh, that you can actually go. Yeah. They'll yeah. have, they'll have videos and stuff. Um, um, like this one is how to so do the perfect it's pitch. Be me, Aditi, and, my colleague. and if you sign up um, for this and this is probably why they did it is you can, Download the video so you don't have to always be on YouTube to pull it up. But it's always on YouTube anyway. So um, interesting. I I think they should have just taken a couple of our episodes, sliced them up, and put them in. Yeah, why not? We talk about all these things they, all the time. They could have done that. I mean, and then the other one is the experts directory where you go in, and these have all their different partners and stuff. So they have the four main categories: or the creative services, marketing, prototype, and production, retail, licensing, and distribution. And if you click on them. They'll take you them, and they'll also feature some of their experts. Of course, Aero Electronics, one of their biggest partners, because I mean, these guys like dump money into projects all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I swear, every week you're on their blog, they're like, "Oh, we just gave ten grand to this project that we liked," and all that kind of stuff. So that is kind of a consolidation of all the stuff. And I, I honestly actually thought it was done, but I guess it's been spread out. So is this a good is this a good idea for them to just have a one stop shop? Well, yeah, I mean, especially. Um, I think a lot of people that are looking to launch campaigns are are scouring the internet, right? That's kind of part of their like lead up to launch as they look around for what's the best practices. When do you launch? How do you put these together? So people that are doing the campaigns right, putting a lot of time and effort into it, uh, why not go right to the source? And it looks like Indiegogo has collected quite the playbook. It says, here's how you plan. Here's how you develop your product. Here's how you ship, fulfill. So this is a fan, a fantastic collection on the education side, and then even the expert side, they've always kind of had this nice collection of partners. Here they are in one place. Yeah, I was really excited about the partners because I was like, well, I know Arrow because they're always talking about it. I can't remember if these guys have a Amazon or not, and then now you can go and check um, specifically for what you're looking for too. So that is Indiegogo, and they're for entrepreneurs. So if you search for that, I think that will take you to their page um, and give you all the information. All right, so the other thing that we actually talk a lot about, it's kind of related to that, um, are crowdfunding tips for success. So this article I found is, um, so the Wilfrid Laurier University, um, I believe that's a university in Canada, um, what they did was they took, what was it, uh, 30,000 projects, took did some num- number crunching, and did some analytics with it and created an algorithm that apparently has an 80% success rate on predicting if something's going to be successful or not. Um, so there's a like a five minute interview on this on the CBC, the Canadian Canada Broadcasting Corporation's website that you can actually listen to um, talk about this algorithm. And he's like, it's not foolproof because you know there's always some random thing going on 
that may change it, but it did give you a do. They did give you a do's and don'ts and some trends they found that seemed to align with a lot of the other things. So one thing, and oddly enough, Drew, a lot of this is stuff that we mention all this all all the time. They do mention it's not magic sauce, um, right? So you can't just apply it to everything, but these are a little more effective. One, having a video to describe your idea and that you're requesting for, setting yes. a lower funding goal generally has a higher chance of success, longer storylines, more information about the product, service, or idea. That's important. I mean, that actually even goes back to a news article where we had about uh, last episode where we were talking about that women tended to have more success. Women-led projects tended to be more successful because of oh, the language and that. stuff they would use. Oh, in, how in interesting. And that, that where, you know, we're a lot of male guys are just like, they just dump the specs but women tend to give you a more of a story that people can connect to. And right. Oh, chance. that's really interesting. And it makes, it does make sense. The more information we're compelling and engaging, then sometimes that will persuade more than just here are the numbers, here's the specs. Mm-hmm. And the last one is shorter campaign lengths. So if you guys have heard this oddly enough before, we've mentioned all of this. Size um, matters. Yeah. And if you don't want your project to succeed, do the exact opposite. <laughs> that's that's what you I listen that's the funny thing is like it's like yeah if you do the exact opposite of what you just said was more successful you're going to be less successful um if you want good examples of that always check out our sacks of the week yeah um, so we got so many this week it was hard to choose but we got a good one yeah so those are our um quick news of the week we don't have any kick casts which is it's weird cuz last week dude we had like 3 of them oh. uh, um so if you if you have a crowdfunding project that you want us to mention um, just send us a Twitter length description of it and a link to the project and then shoot an email to uh, kickcast at ktdata.net or on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash kickcast or at kickcast on Twitter at night 20 at ktdata. It'll get to us somehow yep. and we'll mention it on the show. All right. So for our first project of the night, I have to ask you, Drew, do you like lasers? Because I, lo- I, I like lasers. Yeah. I love lasers. I think they're pretty cool. All right. So you... You like? Do you use them when you teach? I do not really ever use them. I used to play with them as a kid, but I think they're pretty cool still. Okay, so those are just the pointing lasers, right? You know yeah, what are yeah. cooler than pointing lasers? Lasers that actually can burn stuff. Burning lasers. <laughs> Burning lasers are awesome. What? So I remember one of the first lasers that I saw that could burn something was like in a university science lab. It was like super long and they had to cool it down, get it all right so it could just burn oh. a tiny piece of paper. It's kind of crazy how far lasers have gone. They're still kind of big and stuff, right? Like if you go to an engraving shop, they'll have like this giant stand standing. Like I remember yeah. us interviewing this company that funded on Kickstarter that made custom belt buckles and they still had a, it was, um, you know, about the size, a little bit bigger than a washing machine size oh machine to cut those little belt buckles. Um, and our first project of the night is kind of takes it to the next step because the problem with those machines is if you can't stick it into the machine, you can't obviously laser right. it, right? Right, right. So our first project of the night is called the Cubio, and it is actually a compact laser engraver. Um, that, look at that! Look at that! So you can put it on a tripod. Stand. It comes with a tripod, a camera tripod it's mount. That small, so it's like so a GoPro size. Yeah, so it's super tiny. It weighs only 150 grams. 
Um, oh, wow. And there's a hundred levels of adjustable intensity. So you can do a max of 800 milliwatts if you put it in their own enclosure or 500 milliwatts when you're outside the enclosure. Oh. And, and you're right. And I'm not the most laser experty thing, but um, they give you a list of things it can burn and burn through. Um, I love this chart right here. So it can it can engrave paperboard or cut up to 0.9 millimeters thick paperboard. Cardboard it can engrave, and it can cut up to 1.8 millimeters. So like you can cut a piece of cardboard. That's 1.8 millimeters thick. Fabric it can also engrave and that uh, or cut up to 0.3 millimeters. Felt engrave and you can cut felt for two millimeters because I hate cutting felt. Um, right, right. <laughs> it just gets messy. Um, I just turn that thing on and it'd be like, I'm scissoring up felt. <laughs> yeah. And I think your your buddy might like this is it can engrave leather or cut leather up to 0.7 millimeters. Oh. Um, and then wood, um, it can engrave and up to 1.5 millimeters. Non-transparent acrylic and met, um, it can engrave, but it can't cut. And metal, it can't engrave or cut that. So it's not quite strong enough to cut metal. But, you know, cool, crafty-like stuff. You can pretty do. Um, it, cool. yeah, it runs on Bluetooth and a USB cable. So you just plug that in with the Bluetooth and you're good to go. It has an SD card. You load up. And it, and this is what I love about it. It uses G-code. Um, so I know you're familiar with the STL and uh, what's the sure. yeah, yeah. what's the 3D printer code? Like um, this is CAD stuff and yeah. STLs and that yeah. kind of layery stuff yeah so they they use g-code which is used everywhere for cad so you don't have to like make their own custom thing or you can just go through your phone app and upload that you can even put so their app supposedly can actually take pictures or handwriting and then it will convert it to g-code for you and you can actually engrave it a picture or something on something on like a phone just case something that yeah. you designed or you come up with that's pretty cool yeah. Um, cause the Kickstarter video, they showed that you could, they took a picture of a dog, this um, black and white dog, and then they burnt it onto a phone case so they can walk around with their own custom phone case with their dog on it. Um, and so wow. like, yeah, I, I love this, how, how like mobile it, it has a couple features too. So you can always do your, um, single one and they have a preview mode, which is kind of cool where it will shine laser, but it's not bright enough to burn anything so you can kind of measure to see say see. yeah say if you you were wanting to make your own belt buckle out of wood or something and you wanted to see if your design would fit you can actually play around with that and see if the laser is going to cut off before you actually do it so that way you're not wasting belt buckles. um it can That's do brilliant. batch engraving so what's nuts is one of the things they burnt was were macaroons like the french macaroon cookie <laughs> things i love a good tasty macaroon <laughs> so now we could have your face on it drew so you can I, eat I, a I, macaroon with your face on it. I'd pay extra for that. <laughs> um, with that, and they actually wanted to make it safety. So you're wondering about their enclosure, and that's why that can go up to 800 milliwatts. They're actually building an enclosure, which they call the Cubio Shield, and it should have walls uh-huh. and a fan, so it allows you to ventilate because, I mean, you're burning stuff, right? You're burning stuff, uh, right, yeah. And a USB port that you can plug it into. But when you put it into that, uh, its, it's sensor can tell that it's in there, and it will up the... Um, intensity to that 800 milliwatts so you can actually burn more stuff. And of course, I even love this is when you back some of these levels, they give you goggles. Like if you get the accessory pack, they give you 
goggles to wear because they're like, don't forget about safety when you're doing all of this. Safety um, first. Um, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I, I love everything about this. What, what do you think? Like, I, I feel like they've got, I mean, uh, it's not just an idea, and it seems like they have a little bit more than a prototype. So it seems like everything they're pulling together here. It's like a crafter's dream. I would love this. I would burn the crap out of everything. Yeah, they even burnt seaweed. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. But this is awesome. Like, what are the the uh, pledges at? Somewhere in the three hundred dollar range. Yeah. So basics. So they're a little a little pricey, but that's still cheaper than a laser cutter. Or, right. Like you exactly for personal laser cutter. This is unbelievable. Yeah. So how what, are they doing? Uh, they've funded beyond belief. Like they wanted twenty. So look at this low, low, low level. They want their goal was only twenty five grand. They're at one hundred and eighty three. They're gonna have to deliver. Man, I love this idea. I really want more money. This is a back for me. This is absolutely yeah. back. This this one's a back for me too because I love lasers and I I love the how how you can apply this. Like I mean, how, you and I both were probably not the most crafty people. Like yeah. when we need to cut things, it's in final cut. Um, but, but we, you know, we know those crafty people who are like leather workers and like, you know, seamstress and stuff. And they're always putting stuff together. Right. This, I could see this totally working perfectly into their workflow. We're like, yeah, I really want to do the, uh, you know, a little more complicated designs. And then this laser cutter is going to absolutely help them. And the portability and just the fact that you can stick it on a regular tripod Right. It just just opens up the possibilities for things you can do because I mean, there once you put a tripod mount on something, there are so many different options that you can pick to to mount your camera right. to to mount it on stuff that it's ridiculous, right? Do they have a max size of like the thing you can burn? Is we're talking like a square? Um, let's see. They, I thought I saw them mentioning it somewhere. Um, uh, where is it? All the creations, see what they go through. I see previews. Well, yeah, hundred millimeters by hundred millimeters. Working distance, working area. There it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So that's it's fairly big. I mean, it's ten centimeters by ten centimeters. Yeah, yeah that is big. So, like, if you're burning something bigger than that, you probably want a <laughs> a full size laser burn burn it or laser engraver because that's going to work a lot faster. Oh, I love this! I think yeah. it's absolutely uh, affordable. They looks like they backed. They said they funded in the first three minutes, so they must have done exactly what we tell everybody to do to have yeah, everybody in line ready to go. I, I love this because if you look at the comments too, they're not a like somebody was like, "I want to make my own QBO shield," and while they don't suggest it and they remind you to be safe about it, they still gave him the details to build the, his own. Hmm. <laughs> Very cool. You know that that's that's kind of a cool thing where they're like. You know, you could sort of make your own and stuff, and they're pretty responsive on the questions too. Because some of these guys are asking like crazy questions. Like this guy's like, "I don't understand why it's so expensive." Because you can buy a laser for fifty bucks, and they go into like, you know, sure you can buy a laser for fifty bucks. You can't buy a full laser system for fifty bucks, and that's what you're buying from us. Um, mm-hmm. All the kind of stuff. So, like, I think they're doing everything right. They got a video. The video is pretty cool. I was just watching stuff burn like. Um, I love it. Like you, you see this picture right here. I think it's a crepe or a pancake or something they were doing. Um, and 
the it was the same shop they cut out happy day on a piece of paper oh yeah and the guy put it on top of his cup and then just like choke mo- mocha or something onto the coffee so it would be say happy day on the coffee when he gave it to the person imagine being able to do that with like the date or just you know a different phrase every day oh that's, no i I'd, cool honestly I'd, I'd just take a cut out of your face and put it on yes everything. So, Drink a Drew Mocha. Yeah, it's like, here's your Drew Latte today. <laughs> I love that idea. This is a fantastic idea. Yep. All right, so on to our next proj- um, project. Um, this is a little bit near and dear to my heart because I am a huge audio- audiophile, so ear health is always important to me, and I think it's important to you too, right? I love good ear health, but I could care less about ears on this one. I just thought, <laughs> why has nobody done this already? <laughs> Like something must be wrong out there that this has never been done. But the project I chose for this week is called Ears. Triple E Ears. It is a replacement for the cotton swab, the Q-tip, the things that, that you, you buy like 600 of and you go through them like every six months. Like it takes forever to get through those. But at the same time, it's those are like little disposable things that, that are, I don't know, big wads of cotton you stick in your ear. Ears which you a, shouldn't stick in your ear, by the way. Which you shouldn't stick that far <laughs> in your ear, right? This thing is a um, hyperallergenic uh, silicone that just cleans the ear with rotation. Like you put it in, you do a couple of twists, you pull it out, wash it off in water, and you can use that thing as often as you want. There's just something about this that made me think, like, but why has nobody done this before? Like, I clean my ears out. Wonderfully with my fingernails. Is that gross? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's perfect. This is why. But, no, you're I have already to... married. You don't care anymore, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I wonder, the only thing I do wonder about this is, is really the thing I use Q-tips for is to get water out of my ears after I shower. Step out of the shower, still all kind of like, it's kind of wet and weird in there, and I will stick in you know a Q-tip to dry it out just so that I'm not like hanging out with wet ears. I guess this would probably do the same thing because you just give it a couple of twists, that silicone, grab all the water, you shake it out, wash it off, use it again tomorrow. Uh, I love it. Their whole campaign is very much like ecological, let's be safe, let's be effective, we can clean your ears, we can have ear health and save the world. And it's very much played up to. Yeah, were you expecting Sarah McLaughlin to just start playing in the background too at yeah. any time? So, so aside from their pitch, which is like 22 billion cotton swabs get made every year, and we find 8 million metric tons of of plastic in the ocean. Like, I could, I don't want to say I could care less, but that's not that's not what's persuading me. Like, it's not like <laughs> let's save the planet. I just want to have cool things. I want to spend less on my Q-tips and have like a single like right next to my shaver, right next to my shaving cream, and be like, oh. Air cleaner. Boop, 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 boop. I have to ask you, how many Q-tips do you go through? I don't even remember the last time I bought one of those boxes of Q-tips. I know I have one, and we it sits there all for the years. Time here. Yeah, we go through them all the time. I mean, twice a year, maybe three times a year, but I think I use probably two per shower. So there's like, what is that, like 14 a, a week? 14 a week, that's almost 50 a month. I don't know who else in my house is using them, but somehow we go through one of those giant packs probably every that's, three or four months. Yeah, that's nuts. I think the box i have is like three years old and i'm only halfway through them <laughs> well you have some method of cleaning your ears then that you're you've got to i don't know well, this is, this it, it's really leeches you know I, I put the brain slugs in from, <laughs> and then they they clean them for you it's great easy 
No, it comes in three colors. It's the uh, that silicone. You pick your color. You can buy one pack, a two pack, a three pack. I just love it. I think they're they're well on their way, and I would definitely try this, especially for traveling. I always forget to pack Q-tips, so to have this be like, oh yeah, that goes with my toothbrush or my tongue scraper. Like, it's a set. Let's go. Yep, I, I I like it, and for this reason alone, is you can't. So they've sized it so you can't push beyond the safe distance for cleaning right. cleaning your ears, which is the great was a good thing because you don't want to bust your eardrum um, or get the cotton swab stuck in your ear because that's <laughs> that's the embarrassing thing is when you have to go to the emergency room for them to pull out a cotton swab that's stuck in your ear because they won't they won't do it in front of you but they will make fun of you. They will, but yeah, eventually they will. That's true. Um, true. Yeah, I I like this idea, and just you know, you can rotary. So I'm backing it right now. You you could be crazy once you get one of these. You you know how people have been eating corn on the cob using a uh, yeah using a drill. So why don't you attach this to the drill, then put it in your ear? (laughs) Super clean and some rug burn or whatever you like. Hey, but, but that's a, a guaranteed like one million views right there <laughs> on YouTube. Yikes. Um So yeah, I, I I like this. This is a back for me too because I like I see people sticking Q-tips into their ears. I'm like, no, don't do that. That is not a good idea. Um, it's true. It's true. So yeah, that's a back for me. They're about halfway there, but they got a month to go. So yeah. hopefully that's good. Um, just not a fan of the video. If you was, if, if you want a dry eye, heavy. don't watch it. <laughs> it was pretty pretty heavy handed. Like. So yeah, that was the ears with three E's in ARS. Um, not to yes. be confused with. I, I did a review of these custom fit earphones long long ago, which are called my ears, but I only think they oh. use two ears, two E's. Oh. That so. Everybody only has two ears, right? <laughs> All right. So for our last project tonight, this one was pretty close. Like, um, oddly enough, Rev tipped the voting scales, but he could have actually gotten the one that he wanted. We actually had a three-in-one hammock that if that was the one Rev wanted to vote for, Ooh. and then somebody ended up voting for it, like, right at the last second, too. So if you guys want to check that out, I should have put that as a uh, kick Kick shout! Wow, I named these. I named these segments. You think I could say them, right? <laughs> um, but that one was called the Trio, a three-in-one utility hammock. So it's a hammock that you can fold into a little bag. That's pretty convenient. But you can use it as a hammock. You can it comes with ground ties, so you can use it as a blanket or a ground cover. And it oh. also comes with other ties, so you can use it as like a rain shield or a poncho oh, or like or just sun, it you you hang it up on the trees. So and then you can use it as like a sunshade or something too. And to get hammock modes, it ha- at the end of it, it has like, you know those gym bags that you had, that the drawstring bags? Yeah. The ends of both of them have the drawstring thing. So you just pull those closed and then you have your hammock. Interesting. Um, so, yeah. Wait, it's called the Trio? Yeah, that yeah that one was the Trio, a three-in-one the, utility hammock that does it all. Same name as the assisted living center near my house. It's called Trio. <laughs> So you go. So hey, do you guys got hammocks over here? <laughs> so that's not that's not what we're doing yeah, today. No, that was not the one that was voted. The one that was voted, um, Drew. You know, I love space. Like, yes, I'm do. excited what's happening in SpaceX and all that stuff. That maybe one day, 
if somebody pays for it, I might be able to go into space because I'm not going to be able to afford it. Um, <laughs> this is called the Space Cadet. And if you notice on the show, I tend to not mention a lot of phone accessories on the show yeah, we, because yeah, sure. it, a lot of them tend to be for an iPhone or a specific model of a Samsung Galaxy or something. Um, this one is a multi-positional magnetic astronaut phone mount. So it's actually a phone mount that you can stick on things, but it fits on all phones. Um, what's cool about this is it it's a two-piece system. So one piece you put on your phone, it's like a knob thing. Like, have you seen all the kids now using knobs on the back of their phones? Oh, yeah. I don't like it because I can't stick it into my pocket because you got a giant knob hanging off the right, back. Right, right. I thought it's a little too much. Um, but this, it has that. And then the other piece is an astronaut. And where his helmet is, is a piece of, um, is a magnet. And then Big you can actually stick on it and it will stick on to that. And since it's a circle, you can actually rotate it in any direction you'd like. Um, so you can do horizontal or you can just turn it to vertical like that. And it just sticks. Um hmm. The other part I liked about this is how you actually mount it to the phone. A lot of these things have their own custom case, or you, you have yeah. to put a 3M knob on this. This actually has two ways of mounting the magnetic part to the phone. It has this this version that has seven suck, tiny suction cups on it. Supposedly, that gives you a better grip than just one suction cup. Um, it also looks like a rocket ship. Yeah, you can, you can stick that on the back of your phone. Or it has the your, more your traditional 3M that doesn't leave a residue once you peel it off, but then it's not sticky anymore, right? Right. right. Um, so just add – oh, it says just add moisture to the jelly surface to revive stickiness when it fades. So I guess you can revive it that way too. So if you want the sticky version. I personally like the Q-tip version or the – not Q-tip, the suction cup version of it. Right, and yeah. then you can just attach that to your car dash or anywhere you want in the like there like it's pretty much that's all there is is the attachment part to the phone and then the astronaut on the other side that does the magnet yeah, super uh, cute yeah and it's super it's pretty strong too if they like i love how a lot of people are using animated gifs or gifs yeah you get to see <laughs> you get to see it in action and it's really easy because they just put that thing on loop and it's like oh hey i get it yeah so like i, I really love this is this something that you probably you, you could see yourself using it's super yeah, strong I, too, because like look, look, look at this really one where the guy does like this crazy U-turn and the phone doesn't move at all. <laughs> I love it. I think it's a cool idea. I feel, um, I don't know. I my my phone cases are like a one and done. I choose one and I move on for like a year. Um, I've always wanted something to mount in my car, but I've, I have this fear of permanence. and so I have a problem like sticking things to my car dash permanently, even though they're like. 18-year-old cars. Uh, but I think this was a really cool, funny, classy way to do it. I love I loved that a space cadet with the metal head. I think that's awesome. Yeah, like, I, I, I loved all that. And, like, the, that suction cup part was the thing that sold me. Because I'm like, I know they say these adhesives aren't going to damage your phone. <laughs> but part of me in the bag is like, well, that's an $800 phone there. Do I really trust this random chemical to just sit there? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I loved it, and it's just, it's just really designed well because you know if you're not using it, they'll just think you have an astronaut on your dashboard or something. Yeah, I think it's really classy. It's really clever, and most people now you expect to have something like that. You climb in their car and you'd be like, "Oh, that's their phone dock," but this one's cool. 
This yeah. is a talker. Yeah, and it's it's not that bad of a price. So I believe that you can get a solo pack for seventeen dollars. So for less than twenty bucks, um, and cheaper if you get one of the early birds that they still have left. Um, so is this a back tracker sack for you? It's a back. I love the idea, and I think that it's in the right spot, doing the right thing. It looks like they've got uh, about a month left to go, and a little bit of ways to go, but it looks manageable. Thousand dollars is a great goal yeah, for they're, this. Yeah, they're about a third of the way, and hopefully they can get the rest of that by the time the project ends. All right, now it is time for our <laughs> sack of the week. There's so many, I don't know where to start. Um, but we uh, we only do one, but yeah. I think that they're hilarious. So, so so I've always joked that I'm never going to die because in my lifetime I'm just going to download my brain into Google and call it good, right? That's, yes, yes. I don't. Uh, I don't. You don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Um, so apparently, this project that we have on our sack of the week is artificial transfer. You do not need to die. Artificial transfer is capability to live forever, a clean start away of biological and cyborg. I don't quite understand the cyborg part of it, but okay. <laughs> it's an option. You can do that. Um, it's, just, uh, it's pretty funny. So the idea here is that they um, are going to disrupt the this, this uh, what do they call it, further existence. So they're going to upload people in computer VR, surround and download to an artificial body. And then when you have an artificial body, you don't have to drink or eat or all kinds of other things that happen to your body. You just get downloaded to another body. Yeah, you're just bits. You're just bits at that point. So, okay, the idea is probably a little far-fetched, but there are a lot of other problems with this. (laughs) It says, we believe we can reach our goal in the next five years. Yeah. If they're downloading people in five years, like like make a save game. I just put I myself in there. I don't know, man. Like, how many times have you had a corrupt save file? It's yeah, like, yeah. You get it, some corrupt It's people. going to get to a point where you're going to be like, it's like, whoa, 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 welcome to the kick, kick, This is KT Data version 16.B. B, 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 B. I love that even after one of their, like, setups, after they explain the artificial body, there's just one line that says, Space is waiting for us to explore it. What? Oh, I thought we were talking about AI. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, I mean, I guess I can connect the two, but that was kind of a jump. Yeah. So, like, did you try playing the video? No, I didn't try. Is it bad? So, it's not even their video. It is a YouTube song spoof um, that goes with Battlestar Galactica. And I can't even remember the song. Oh, yeah. And Sound of Silence. Yeah, Sound of Silence. Except it's Sound of Cylons. This is a YouTube video that somebody <laughs> made when Battlestar Galactica was on TV. And they just ripped it off and then put that as their project video. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, well, you know, like, for most of our sacks, they don't go into this much depth. Usually some of our sacks are like one line, one paragraph, and we kind of go, we don't know what you're doing. Yeah. This one has risks and challenges and impact and... The artificial transfer pricing. Um, it's got, you know, somebody's thought about uh, this long and hard. Yeah, except for the just, reality part. Yeah, it's just a little far-fetched because there's no data or information to back any of their claims, <laughs> which worries me. I mean, right? that, that's what I tell people. Okay. Is like, if a Kickstarter project looks too good to be true, you may want to see if there's anything related there's... around it that's not just this. Um, There's something I, going on. I mean, like, do you remember that scuba mat, that scuba mask that supposedly would let you breathe underwater? 
and I think then, so, yeah. And then all the scientists were like, um, that's like science won't let you do that for something that small. <laughs> Let's try, but no thing. It's like science is not gonna allow you to do this. <laughs> we know. It's really funny. Um <laughs> and I mean, even like he has no tears either. Like, so you're gonna give them they're looking to raise a hundred thousand dollars. Oh wow. Or yeah, hundred no, that's a hundred million dollars. There's, there's, yeah, there's, there's eight zeros there. They're not gonna get that. <laughs> Holy cow! Hundred million dollars, and they don't have any tears or anything. So you're just giving them money. It's, it's also, it's, it's also flex funding. So they're gonna get whatever you give them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I found out why the Cylons are in there. If you wonder why Cylons are on this page, is for Resurrection Hub they have. And computer hold of existing forever. If something happened with your body, you get downloaded to a new one. That part, but idea is much bigger. So people would like you to exist as hologram. I say no, exist like Cylons. So did they mention what kind of Cylons? Is it like the old toaster head Cylons, or is it <laughs> one of those no, more, more like sexy ones that were in the reboot? I don't, I don't know. They just the ones with the resurrection hub. I'm gonna make something just like it. Because like I'm not sure I would want to. Survive as a toaster head one because I'd be like toast, toast, toast must have toast, must have toast. Um, but yeah, my recommendation: please have a video. Please don't rip off your video from somebody else. And right, like it's not an accessory. It should really talk about your project. Yeah, it should mention your project somewhere. <laughs> On the, and I'm pretty sure whoever made this spoof video does not appreciate you taking their video without their permission or any credit might i add on the page um about that and yeah yeah this one's not going any harm it's not going anywhere yep um but what's unfortunately is going everywhere is we're at the end of the show Um, if you guys have any sacks of the week or any projects you want us to talk about kick shouts or whatever we're totally accessible shoot us an email kickcast at ktdata.net or facebook.com forward slash kickcast or at kickcast on Twitter at night 20 for Drew. So you can see where he is. Cause I mean, he took a nice vacation out into the middle yeah. of nowhere where I'm like, you're crazy, dude. It was pretty crazy. It was, was like, quite the adventure. I'm like, I'm, I'm an inside human, not an outside human. So <laughs> like you're crazy, bro. Um, or at KT data for myself, where you'll see a lot of crazy things. Um, <laughs> like, I won't even I won't even go into this on the show, but I found this crowdfunding project, or I can't even remember it was crowdfunding. It might have been pre-order for um, a sticker male contraceptive. I'll tell you about it after the sticker. show. Yeah, wow, oh, this sounds interesting. Yeah, I'll tell you about it after the show. Um, but yeah, all all the cool stuff there. Drew, do you got anything to plug before we go? Not really. I am just rolling back into school in a couple of weeks. But and, if you uh, do want to hire him to. For yeah. to do nothing for three, he'll gladly take those offers. I'll do, yeah. I'll do some nothings. Yeah, he'll show yeah. up. But if you don't want him to do anything, that's cool. <laughs> I this is what I'm good at. No, I'm doing good. I'm going to get into school and and rearrange the schedule for fall. And that's that's all I'm putting my time into right now is figuring out how to survive the next thing. Find some students that won't cut your curtains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, some years and he still hasn't lived that. <laughs> I don't think he will. Um, All right. So our next episode should be August 29th. Uh, And and yeah, so 
if all if all plans go well, we'll be there, and hopefully Skype will work for us instead of us having to do stuff. But I that's the life of a podcaster. Um, so until next time, of course, we always like it when you guys watch live. So big shout out to Rev and Dmax who are over there too. You can always find that at live.kitcast.net or twitch.tv forward slash kitcast or twitch.tv forward slash ktdata um, where all the stuff is there. Um, and that's it, guys. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye.